0: Go on, call them. Now would be perfect.
1: Oh, I don't know. It's embarrassing. I hate phoning into things. Go on. Oh, all right then. <coughs> oh, it's ringing. <coughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, hello. Uh, hi. My name's Tom. Um, long time fan, first time caller. Yes. Uh, please, please. My friend's just been stabbed.
0: And welcome to Bastards, the sketch show that skinned a podcast and is wearing its face as a mask. I'm Calvin. And I'm Ollie. And today's first sketch is a
1: light-hearted jump into the world of Nazi Germany. Of, of what, Germany? Nazi. What is that? I'll tell you when you're older.
0: Well, I'm already
1: 20. Older than me. Okay. Let's get going. Ubisoft, you're a mish. Get in here quickly, sir. It's important.
0: Dear Lord, the Fuhrer's dead. And on his honeymoon as well. Such a shame.
1: I know. Everything was going so well. What do we do now?
0: We need to tell someone. Break the news to the Allies.
1: The enemy? Why would we tell them?
0: No, no. Our Allies.
1: Oh, of course. It does seem unfair that they got to choose the names, really. Makes us look like the bad apples of the bunch. Who do I call first?
0: Well, it's, it's pretty much just Japan left now.
1: Right. Do you speak Japanese?
0: No. Me neither. Right. New plan. Call Dönitz. He was the Fuhrer's choice for the new Chancellor.
1: On it. Although, hang on. One more question. Yes? You know how we answer the phone?
0: Heil Hitler, yes? Oh... Oh, I see. Yes. Seems a little
1: disrespectful. Disrespectful, yes, considering he's just died. Maybe I could try Harl Goebbels?
0: It's a bit bit of a spoiler, isn't it?
1: And it is illegal to say anything other than Harl Hitler.
0: It's also illegal to shoot yourself in the head, but that didn't stop him.
1: Fair point. What else can we try?
0: What did we say before? Before what? Before all the Heil Hitler ing.
1: God, I can't remember. It's been so long. Hi,
0: maybe. Hmm. Seems a little weak given the circumstances.
1: Yeah, I think I'll just write a letter. So yeah, I was thinking I'd paint this wall something fun, kind of an accent wall, maybe maybe a wacky color like a. I don't know, just not white like the rest of the room. Uh, I've got the new wardrobe coming in on Tuesday, so I'd like to get it done by then, ideally.
0: Yeah, your current wardrobe is a bit uh, garish.
1: What? I don't have a wardrobe yet.
0: It's a big black thing with all the flashing lights and everything. That's my computer. What? It's huge. It touches the ceiling. Yeah, supercomputer. My loan came in, so I
1: thought I'd treat myself a little on behalf of the government. You know, not like I'll be paying it back ever. I do an arts degree.
0: Calvin, those things cost millions. Yeah, and I go to uni in London.
1: We get a higher maintenance loan.
0: Everyone knows that. But what 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 kind of specs is it?
1: Ah, uh, I think it's like 1720 core CPUs, 7 million gigabytes of RAM, as a custom graphics card signed by Bill Gates, and it's haunted by the ghost of Steve
0: Jobs? My
1: god. Yeah, it's got the same energy consumption per minute as a coal engine on a freight train. It's awesome. What, what do you use it for? Ah, just like Facebook, a bit of word processing, PowerPoint and stuff, the usual. And
0: writing the sketches, of course. You type your sketches into a supercomputer. Type them? No, 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 no. He helps me. He?
1: Yeah, it's got an advanced AI. I call an Al. you know, almost like the, the one from... Uh... Hello, Calvin. Oh, hi, Al. Uh, can you help me write a sketch, please? Sure, Calvin. What would you like the title of the sketch to be? Hmm. Uh, Ollie, can you give me, give me a prompt?
0: Uh, the Duolingo Owl is my abusive father.
1: Uh, okay, Al, uh, I'd like the title to be The Duolingo Owl is my abusive father.
2: Uh,
0: I don't owe you anything. While you live under my roof, you will learn Spanish and you will like it or you'll be out on the streets. Stop crying, I don't give a hoot. Yeah, that sounds like one of yours. So, you don't write any of your sketches?
1: Oh, no, no, no. I'm way too busy with the Russian Commission. The what? Ah, uh, some Russian guys are paying to use the supercomputer to do a bunch of simulations. Something about political advertising data, or uh, I don't know. But I do have to do a lot of Facebook stalking for it.
0: You are an idiot.
1: Um, this is quite exciting, guys. This is only our second episode, and we've already got a sponsor. And uh, it's, it's quite a good one, if I do say so myself. Uh, do you want to take it away with the ad read, Ollie?
0: Have you ever just really needed the day off work? Feeling too cosy in bed? That new game you've been waiting for just came out? Has your bitch of an ex-wife lumped you with the kids again without warning? Sounds like you need a morning coffee. Morning Coffee is a revolutionary new service offering next day delivery on thousands of ready to infect viruses to suit your every need. You'll never have to fake symptoms to get out of work again. Just pick how many days you're likely to need off and how urgently you need them and they'll send you a custom package of hypodermic needles ready to inject. When you're done just give them a rinse and send them back in the prepaid envelope for two pounds off your next order. That's morning, C-O-U-G-H-Y dot B-R, and use promo code BASTARDS to get your first delivery of anthrax absolutely free.
1: And remember, guys, we wouldn't be endorsing a product unless we'd used it ourselves. Um, I don't actually have a job, so I just used it to remind myself what having chickenpox feels like. Uh, What have you done with it, Ollie?
0: Yeah, I actually used it to give myself a horse version of polio so I could fake my death and avoid raising my son. You have a son? That's promo code BASTARDS for your first delivery of Anthrax absolutely free.
1: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to today's first event of the Prison Olympics. I'm Laxton Weewa.
0: And I'm Quibbet Felch. As we can see, the two teams are getting ready for the first event of the day, the Prison Brawl. And boy, this is going to be a hell of a match. Aryan Brotherhood in orange, the Crips also in orange.
1: You can see we're off to a slow start here, but that's nothing out of the ordinary. If you're a seasoned fan of prison violence,
0: you might notice a few changes to the Aryan Brotherhood lineup, Quibbert. That's right, Laxton. If you take a look among the mass of bold, white heads, you might notice a new transfer from the Latin Kings. Name on the jersey, El Goblino.
1: Is that legal? We haven't seen
0: intergang transfers
1: since OJ left the Nevada Innocents in 2010.
0: Don't worry, he's from Argentina, so he says he counts as white. More on El Goblino. Standing at four foot three, rumour has it he can crawl through a hole the size of a 50 pence piece like a rat.
1: Don't let him catch you saying that, quibbit, because he will stab you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you may have noticed a bandage there on Finger the Fingers' is Michael's hand.
1: Finger the Fingers' Michael sustained an injury participating in Gordon Ramsay's Cell's Kitchen, filmed during the earlier stages of the season.
0: I figure it was Finger the Fingers' finger. I believe it was the index. I heard it was the pinky, but I can't quite put my finger on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just got word from the producers there it wasn't finger the fingers his fingers it was finger the fingers thumb you'd
0: think it would slow him down but he's actually become quite confident using what has become a makeshift boxing glove the pain from each punch on his severed digit aiding him in an adrenaline and toilet wine fuel flurry of fists
1: and what an explosive start that was heads are already being stomped on those crips are going to have to find a clever way out of this one as they are simply being
0: mullered and now it's not over yet and Mikey Mike Depenis Penis Johnson has produced a shank. That's really going to help turn the tide. That's got to hurt, Quibbet. What do you mean, Lax? He's yet to stab anyone.
1: What I mean is that he's produced his shank from his anus. Oh. oh! Spoken too soon, Quibbert, my old chum, Alan the Hammer of Scunthorpe Asprey is being simply taken on a one-way trip on the knife train to being stabbedville.
0: The Crips have really turned this around and... Oh, what's that?! Take a look in the back corner there. El Goblino appears to be suffering from what looks like a heroin overdose. Long-time fans of The
1: Beautiful Game know that it just wouldn't be prison violence without a doping scandal. Is he dead? Yep, he's dead. What a sad end to the start of such a promising career.
0: Truly, truly sad. As the prison guards come in with the tear gas and unprejudiced use of excessive force... That marks the end of the first round. Now, for a message from our sponsor, we'll see you after the break.
1: Hi, my name's Barry Pesto. You know me from my television appearances in programmes such as Is It Poisonous? with Barry Pesto and Barry Pesto's Roadkill Road Trip. But I wasn't always a former top Michelin star chef with a television presence and a wife and a house, oh no. I didn't get where I am today by slaving away all day over a hot oven. And you don't have to either with my new book, 101 Meals You Can Cook in a Kettle. Most people don't use their kettle to its full capabilities, merely boiling water for a cup of tea every now and then, never taking advantage of its ability to boil rice or an egg. But I won't give away all my secrets here. To learn how to cook delicious meals such as hot water stromboli, honey-boiled ham, and, and lime and limescale sauce. Using only the humblest household appliance there is, you'll have to buy the book. All this and more in 101 Meals You Can Cook in a Kettle by Barry Pesto.
2: Available at any WH Smiths that lets me sleep outside. Next, in our groundbreaking new series exploring how people's lives changed due to the COVID-19 pandemic, we meet Rick seven months ago, Rick was a paediatrician working in one of Britain's most deprived areas. In a hospital, lacking beds and funding, he worked grueling 13 hour shifts to keep the area's children healthy. When the crisis peaked in March, Rick decided to quit his job and become evil. Reporter Jim Scusbury met with him on his private tax haven island off the coast of Scotland.
0: So, Rick. What do you think started you on your journey to where you are today?
1: Well, around the beginning of the pandemic, I was spending a lot of time looking into the billionaires and politicians profiting from the fear and desperateness of the population. I was so sickened and disgusted by these people and their behaviour and lack of empathy, just like anyone else would be. But then I saw pictures of some of their houses and thought, hey, maybe these guys are doing something
0: right. And what would you say was the straw that broke the camel's back for you?
2: Oh, it has to be the clapping. For eight weeks, beginning in March 2020, the people of the UK were encouraged to stand on their doorsteps and applaud for NHS staff and key workers every Tuesday night. The movement was widely criticised for being a complete waste of everyone's time.
1: It was so condescending, and exactly the opposite of what we needed. A completely symbolic gesture that just drew attention to the problem it was trying to cover up. We didn't need applause, we couldn't hear it, we were working 14-hour shifts. I can't feed my kids with applause, we can't buy new PPE with applause. It was just around the third week that I decided to quit my job and become evil. And what did that mean to you? Well, it started as the small things, you know, growing a little moustache, coughing near babies, defending the government's decisions on Twitter. But then I realised if I wanted to join the big leagues, I'd have to get a little more extreme, and that's where the business came in.
2: In June 2020, Rick borrowed half a million pounds from his father, a prominent banker, and started Virutech, a company selling medicines that claim to counteract the effects of any vaccine.
1: We started the company, started advertising it to people who follow David Icke on Facebook, and our first million rolled in within a month. Virutech pills, of course, are just a placebo, laced with a minor neurotoxin that affects the logic processing centers of the brain to ensure repeat
0: custom. And do you think that your success has affected you in any way?
1: Oh yes, 100%. I'm so much happier now. People say money doesn't make you happy, and that's true to a certain extent, but thanks to my money, I've developed contact lenses that make the poor invisible, which has improved my life to know it. And the profits from selling those have given me the money to start my own rocket company. It's great. I don't understand why more people don't start their own small businesses.
0: Hey, that went pretty well. It's been what, a month? We've already got two episodes out. This time next year we'll be on posters. Yeah,
1: I haven't been on a poster since that time I got caught stealing a park bench.
0: If you'd like to stay up to date with our uploads, follow us at @bastards_comedy on Instagram and Twitter.
1: And please do remember that any resemblance of any of our characters to any person's living or dead is a complete coincidence, apart from that last guy who's based on a bunch of people. If you'd like to give us any of your thoughts, please make sure they are Positive, and if they aren't, include your address so we can give you something to really complain about. That's it for this week, and we'll see you soon.
0: Bye. If you'd like to stay up to date with our app,
1: yeah. Boy. <laughs> <Why? laughs>